Hey, this is Afia Letham, creator of the Frame Your Day app, helping you walk out every day in victory. I'm proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleash, going beyond borders. Hi. This is Zakia Ringgold from NaturalSoapByZakia.com, proud sponsors of the Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders podcast. Welcome to another edition to Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders, and I have a very, very special guest that I've been following for a wee while on uh, on Facebook. I wouldn't have actually started following this my guest if it wasn't for my friend Bobby Stamps, who kept sharing it, and I just happened to start watching it and start watching it, and I've, Bobby Stamps is the man in the know. He seems to be a, he's a, he's a, a very avid sharer of things. So I give a, a lots of a shout out to this guy, Bobby, uh, for just the, the sort of the how the path intertwined and connecting with, with my guest. And um, plus with me being on Doublement Radio, we are on Doublement Radio. It's kind of the connections. It's amazing how the connections and the jigsaw kind of comes together. So I welcome my guest all the way from LA, who's currently in the California district, but LA at the moment. Uh, and he's live every basically 4 p.m. UK time and eight o'clock in the morning, California time, uh, Pacific time. Uh, on, and he's always on Facebook, he's on Twitter via Periscope, and he's on YouTube as well. And you can watch him and listen to his show. It's about an hour. He does a bit of an after show afterwards when he uh, stops the official recording. Uh, and you can have a bit of general chit chat in, uh, afterwards on the after party. So. And I welcome my guest, Aaron Sanchez. I was going to go do his Sunday name, but he may, depending on what he wants to be called, <laughs> there's Michael Sanchez uh, in the middle. But I'll let him uh, go, uh, introduce himself wherever he wishes. Yeah, no, Fraser, I, 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 first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, it's an honor to be on Double Mint Radio. And, and from what I understand, uh, this is where L.A. meets Edinburgh, Scotland. Is that right? I'll get you, uh, what I'll do is I'll teach you how to pronounce Edinburgh, right? It's oh. I and messed no, up no, already. No, no, it's good. no, 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 it's good. It's actually is a lot of people do miss. It's easy to mispronounce. It's just the way it's read. So the way to it's Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Perfect. Got it. I, I I'm going to lock that in right there. No, it's Edinburgh, Scotland. Okay. That, and the, you know that that's important. And I want to say, you know, also a big shout out to our mutual friend Bobby Stamps. I, I the, one of the biggest things I love about social media right now mm-hmm. is we can reach around the world without borders, which happens to be a theme here. I understand. Yes, hence the going beyond borders theme. <laughs> exactly. No, but it's be, it's great to have the opportunity to interview. I love interviewing, interviewing people from different backgrounds, uh, from wherever they are, and you said by just by general chat and before the, we went live, uh, the recording is, well, what we're doing, um, you've got an interesting mixed bag in there. I think it's going to be nicely, great, entertaining and intriguing for our guests who are listening and uh, to find a bit more about you and hopefully they'll continue to follow you and get more new followers and going forward when you go live on your regular basis. Yeah, no. Well, and, I, and I appreciate it as well. And, and Double Mint Radio as well. It got a lot of inspirational content there. Yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing well. Uh, as I say, we're still a new station. We're still a new brand, and we're uh, we're as I say, we're we're growing. It's like any, any new business, anything 
you got to put the hard graft in to build the foundation, eventually go live, hit the button and just push forward. Yes, it's difficult, but any new business setup is difficult in life. And you've got, if you don't, it does get a little bit easier and you do get used to it and you get a flow. Yeah, it's a challenge and we're up for it and uh, we're just going to keep pushing forward. We've got customers and we've got server customers and the people who have signed up to broadcast and so on. So uh, it's uh, yeah, challenging. You've got to do it, I suppose, in a sense. It's a good challenge during this current time, basically, which is good. Well, I, I'm glad you, your station's doing that. You know, I always appreciate uh, content when it's very informational, inspirational, and sometimes even kind of uh, mind-opening, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Sometimes there's so many... What I would like to say, people that are kind of closed off in their minds, and, and what I mean by that is sometimes everybody sticks into their own bubble. I say that often on the morning show. You probably have heard me talk about that. And in many ways, I, I always say, and I always start with myself first, because everything I always say, I always try to apply with myself. You mentioned it in after parties, what we have sometimes after the, <laughs> the show, right? Yeah. And, and, and although it's called The Morning Show, I've been wanting to, to rename it because I have people, you, you know, you're not the first uh, few that we've had from Scotland um, as well. There's been others in the United Kingdom and in surrounding uh, areas as well and other countries. So I do realize that although you said it was four o'clock in the afternoon, I think, there in yeah, Scotland correct. when it's eight o'clock here. So, uh, but the after party, as you put it, as you know, I always tried to impart some bit of, I don't want to call it like knowledge and or wisdom, but I think it's just things that I think we all can go back to, which is just being reminded that no matter where we are in the stream of things, we are one big human family. Yes. And I feel that the world has kind of forgotten that. The U.S. is not the only country. There are other countries which are all literally getting up in arms, so to speak. Some some countries are going to war right here, right now. Uh, much of it is, is, is covered in the world scene and sometimes not even here on the home front, here in the United States of America. Just recently with... Uh, the latest war happening, you know, Armenia's in the news, yeah. and yet here in the States, people are like, well, how come there's no coverage of it? To which I say, I have no problem talking about it on the morning show, which I often have. And, uh, you know, it's important, like I said, to help people open up their minds to a world that is out there all around the world, the globe that we all live on with or without borders. Yes, I think we have a bit of a similar mutual thing regarding what the mainstream media won't cover and others will due to the fact that there's so many major issues out there that the mainstream media will not cover uh, because it's either just doesn't fit in with their, yeah, they might offend people. They, they tend to be very, these days, so if it offends, we won't show it, but we'll just go with what we choose. And that's the good thing about, I think, what, I think a lot of them are more anti, getting more anti-free speech these days and I think free speech, like what you're doing and talking about stuff, is good because it brings another avenue to people about what should be like covered out there in the world. Well, I, if I if I could back up just a minute, it's gotten me in hot water more than it has gotten me out of. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> when, when I when I look, and a lot of people know that know the show what it used to be. What it used to be was very fun hearted, very lively, very morning show content. I always like to bring up fun stories, keep it lively, not talk about you know the hard hitting news, the the 
the the news that makes you go, oh my goodness, what's going on here? But the moment my sister ended up with coronavirus back in February and we almost lost her life, what I saw was a huge, what I like to call uh, a misinformational truth, which is, Oh, it's not that bad. Don't worry about it. It's gonna we're gonna get over it. I kept hearing way back in March, early March, until the end of March, a lot of people just say, Well, what's the big deal? Right? And um honestly, on the morning show, I started having to share a lot of very important facts and figures versus what was being reported on by, you know, I call them Trump in the gang. Uh, for those that don't know, in, in Scotland, we, we have a president named Donald Trump, which I know you guys know the name. Yes. And I sometimes wonder what the international version of that name means. That, can I ask you a question? What are your feelings? Sure I mean, means, nobody's going to uh, jump on you because you're outside of our country. But I uh, say it and they jump on me 100 uh, percent. One thing I'm not actually sure, but well, he is technically half Scottish because his mother was Scottish. So. See, I didn't even know that. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, that's why he has a... His mother, he was, his mother came over to America and he was born in America, obviously, but his mother, he's basically part Scottish. Hence why he has a love affair for uh, the golf in, the Sc- the, in Scotland and he's got his own golf golf course uh, as well. So, Well, then that's something that I think the, the country should know about, right? I mean, go Scots. I'd say he's not quite as popular. When he comes over here, he's not very popular. There's lots of protests happening everywhere. So even... So they go Scots and let's try. look. Look here. Here's here's what I keep saying on the morning show, and and forgive me, but but you know, love him or hate him, I say this. I don't really care. I just want him to do the right thing by the American people. That's mm-hmm. all I care about. Just do the right thing. Don't throw caution to the wind. Be more safe than sorry. And let's let's uh, let's agree to disagree. Sometimes you know the yeah. political climate here in the United States is actually one that I'm starting to see echo around the world in different countries. And it kind of is an alarming thing to be aware of when you wonder, well, why are some of the major countries all kind of acting the same? And why are people upset? Look, over here in the United States of America, you have Black Lives Matter, okay? Yeah. and and But over there in the U.K., there's a lot of people upset with other things, including Black Lives Matter. I mean, you could probably speak on that, right? <laughs> There's lots we could, uh, yeah, there's a very, well, let's just say from a Christian point of view, and there's a lots of, they keep going on about Islamophobia, Islamophobia, Islamophobia. And right. they're saying racist against, and I'm thinking, you can't, how can you be racist against a religion? It's not a race. It's, no religion doesn't have a skin color. And so how can you be racist against? So it's all this kind of Islamophobia, Islamophobia. Uh, and migrants as the major issues coming over and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's yeah, even though we do have the Black Lives Matter movement, um, which has sort of everything, it seems to sort of spread over to other countries, which understand it, uh, understand the reason why they're doing it, which I do think that uh, it, these the police brutality, there is a bit of a, it's an issue and it maybe needs to be dealt with and maybe... There's in certain situations. There's why does this have to always happen when it's why can't there just be a peaceful kind of general talk to the person and arrest them without having to forcibly end up punching the living daylights out of the person just to put handcuffs on on them and get them in a car. So right. I, I do sometimes it's a bit over the top um, for certain regarding police in many ways, which I find is there a need. 
So, or it's maybe they're just power hungry, or they're just it's a kind of a power trip, and they tend to just well, I'm, I'm, the, I'm you do as I say, and kind of escalate something out of something very trivial, and it becomes mm-hmm. something a mountain out of a molehill, which is why I don't know. So it's just something that needs to be addressed, and I think it should be addressed. Um, but it's good that, in a sense, that maybe you're getting more black police officers in higher roles within the force, which maybe hopefully can address the situation and make it better, but they watch this space. It might be the scenario that there is these things that happen, they have a big massive hype, there's lots of protests. Like probably most things, eventually it does, it dies down, it goes away, something else happens, and it'll kick, kick off again in, a, in about a year's time. Yeah, look, it's an underlying thing for sure in the past. I mean, look, the United States of America has its history, unfortunately, uh, back to slavery, right? I mean, let's let's just call it out what it is. And, And oftentimes what we're seeing is instead of all equal playing field, there is this obvious what I call a um seesaw effect, right? You have you have those at the bottom weighing down the bottom and making the others go up. And what I mean by that is, you know, look at our economy, for example, right? Uh, if you looked at the economy and those hardworking, taxpaying citizens, those are the people typically put at the very bottom, helping elevate all of the very rich that are already rich or becoming more rich or the elite among the majority. But but the problem is you rarely have the elite helping out the economy. You always have the majority helping out the economy. So you have this little tiny effect. So it's always going to stay that way. It's never going to even get kind of balanced in, in, in the short form. What I mean by that is I saw a very interesting documentary, and I love Netflix, that showed that the reality is that even the millionaire or the billionaire doesn't pay the amount of taxes that the average American citizen does just based on spending habits. The spending habits are the same unless, of course, you're out there buying Big brand new vehicles, but those are big one two purchases, right? You still eat the same amount of food, you eat, still have the same amount of supplies that you need, unless, of course, you have a mansion. And even then, you only use so much. So the average, we'll call them individual and or family, is technically the divide is huge. So how do you get that family out from underneath of what we call coronavirus pandemic, economy going? literally south as we speak um i don't care what you tweet or what you see that's tweeted about all that's positive look at the stuff that's in the middle at least maybe not all bad but look at the stuff that's in the middle that's more realistic rather than a political propagandic commercial paid for by yours truly right so you know i love to have this conversation with with people like myself that are going through hard times trying to make it in this life and saying, you know what? I'm the first one to admit it's not easy financially. I'm the first one to admit I almost lost my sister through due to coronavirus. I'm the first one to admit I'm not perfect. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. But I'm also the first to admit let's do something about it let's let's move forward and let's instead of creating more rhetoric or more hype or more frustration or more anger or more sadness let's focus on being more loving more kind and more just human people for christ's sake is that so much to ask exactly exactly let's uh before we go into a little bit more stuff let's uh 
take a small breather just to shout to people who support the show, uh, which is always good, uh, great to have supporters and support people back. So my people, I, peeps I have supporting me is Eileen Smith, EileenSmith.com. She's in Philadelphia. She's always supporting me. She's podcasting and always testing the live streaming platforms. So you'll always be able to you can check our YouTube channel as well. It's I-L-E-A-N-E, Smith.com. So you can check out her. My friend Brent Mann from BrentMannMusic.com. He's in Tampa, Florida. Uh, also got the Speakeasy podcast from Altavis Pelzer. Uh, with John Drummond, who's based in Edinburgh. He's a website designer from Ideas Go Live. Also shout out to uh, many, many other people from uh, Ifi Latham, Zakia Ringold from Natural Soap by Zakia, as well as uh, uh, Kingdom Meads as well. So thank you for all these people who support us. And also to Doubleman Radio, who we're on, the platform we're on, to be able to hear my show every Friday uh, on Doubleman Radio from 8.30pm UK time and 3.30pm Eastern time, depending on where you are in the world. As I say, um, it's always good to have supporters and listen, tune in and hear some great guests, great inspirational stories and go from there. But anyway, let's not me to rabbit on. I will get back to my guest, uh, Aaron. Aaron, I'll be in LA in California, so it's good to have him on the show. Let's go into a bit more about your life. We've had a bit of a general chit-chat about stuff going on and issues, uh, what's happening with uh, Black Lives Matter and all sorts and politics and blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about your background. Where where did you grow up? What was life like? What was your ups and downs? Ooh, wow. Uh, I think I'll start with the ups and downs. Uh, don't be on the seesaw, you know, just try, <laughs> try to walk to the middle and try to balance it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, look, yeah. you know, I, 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 I was born in, in a little town named Montebello, uh, which for those of you wondering, it means beautiful mountain. Um, it doesn't look like a mountain at all. I don't know who named it Montebello or Montebello. Um, uh, you know, I was born in the year of 77, also go Star Wars, same year, so great year for a lot of people. Um, my birthday is actually December 24th, and, um, yeah, so, you know, there's that. And then, and then there is also just the fact that, you know, going through life, honestly, I didn't know I'd, I'd get into what I do now, to be honest. I, I always thought I would just be working in, um home improvement uh i've done everything from windows to air conditioning to cable tv you name it i've gone uh you know up to people's doors asking them to buy something and hoping they wouldn't slam their door on me um and there you go so you know it it, it, life has a way of suddenly shifting you away from what you thought you were going to do the rest of your life all of a sudden to where you need what you need to do in life so tell us about uh well Say the ups and downs. Uh, what challenge have you had? Any really challenges in your life, as in low parts with either family or education, growing up, like whether you've been through bullying or, or something, you've been bullied or depression or anything, any any of these kind of things. Maybe you haven't. Maybe it's all been plain sailing. But have you had anything like that in your life? Uh, can I just say all of it? I think everything that you just <laughs> said, I've had. I don't know where to start, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like you, you've, you've known my biography for quite some time, the unwritten uh, version. No, I'm just kidding. Um, look, I, I really don't know where to start with that except that I've learned from the moments that I've had in my life that were not easy. Okay, I, I often say it on the morning show. I, I talk sometimes about, for example, growing up, 
you know, I had a stepfather who took very good care of me, but he suffered from, um, you know, major depression, clinical depression. We were constantly at the psychiatrist and or psychologist. Uh, my mother suffers from, you know, uh, depression as well. My sister grew up with special needs. Oftentimes, each and every week, every Sunday, uh, we would pick her up regularly because she had to be in a home because from a very early age, she was just she needs 24-7 care. She has – my mom had the German measles when she was pregnant with her, uh, okay. resulting in a lot of brain damage in my sister. And obviously, that created for a very interesting family dynamic that made me grow up very early, very fast, very early on. Uh, to which I always say to people, if you can keep your kids out of harm's way without having to grow up fast, that's the best route. But some of us have had to grow up faster than others, right? So, you know, fast forward, you know, I got into uh, drama at an early age at the age of honestly, I think it was like 12, probably earlier. But I remember 12 where I was guest on in Beauty and the Beast. And I thought that I wanted to be an actor. And then I I took a completely different to my to my drama teacher's surprise. I went to a completely different um, field, which was Bible teaching. And, And I took that on. Instead of going for acting classes, and uh, he was upset with me, so upset. He's like, you have a career in acting. You could totally do this. And at the time, I was like, yeah, but how am I going to use it? Like, when am I going to do that? And I was so focused on preaching the Bible at the young age of 15 that I says, I'm going to do that full time. I'm going to take independent studies, and I'm going to push one off to the side and go all full force in Bible teaching, right? So I learned a little bit of Chinese uh, to be able to teach those in the Asian community in my own backyard. And um, and and then I got married at a very early age at 19. Uh, got divorced at 28. You know, it didn't work out. We're still friends to this day. And, you know, after that, I, I talk often about my, my, my really bad, we all have peaks and valleys, right? I don't know about you, if you've had peaks or if you're in a yeah. in a peak or if you're in a valley but but I've had a lot more valleys than I have had peaks does that make sense what makes you what these challenges in life do make you stronger because you can use your experience and what you've got out of them to help others and to go forward yeah well and and that's the thing you know you don't get out of a peak into a or where is it you don't get yeah, out, yeah you get out of a peak into a valley really easily right it's like it's yeah. like a downhill spiral um, but but in order to get back to the peak, you it takes work. It takes acknowledging what is going on in your life. It takes um, what I call self-awareness, right? Some of us don't have enough self-awareness that we say, why did these things happen to me, right? Why does all this stuff always go bad for me? Why does this, that, and the other go wrong for me? You know, And I, I would say that was me at the age of 28. At the age of 28, I was a very... Um, I'm just going to throw it out there. Not a happy person. So it took a total of about another full eight years fully to self-develop myself to a point to say, number one, sometimes you have control of things. Sometimes you don't. Learn to control the things that are in front of you. And the other things you almost have to just let be. You can't you can't force them. You can't force other people, you know, to change their mind or or change who they are, but you can start with me. Right? Like you can do you, I can do me. And sometimes if we start with that, we will find that those people that need to be in our lives at the right time will suddenly almost 
if magically start to appear in your life, helping you shed what I call the layers of anger, bitterness, um, madness, whatever, frustration, and shed those kind of thick-skinned calluses on our body to be able to say, who am I meant to be? Who am I? Is it a better version of me rather than a uh, self-exemplified me. What, I, what I'm saying by that is it's, it says it's one thing to say, oh, I'm all great, I'm all amazing, I'm all that. You see a lot of motivational speakers do that. But the smart ones always talk about a very debilitating moment in their life where they had to pick themselves up quite literally and push forward. And, and if you know what I'm talking about, at some point in your life, whether it be you or one of the viewers or listeners – I'm sure somebody has that story, but it's different than everybody else's story, right? Yes, correct. I think there's a lot of people who will maybe study a course to try and be some sort of life course and then a life coach and just come out saying, oh, I'm a life coach and they haven't really had any peaks and troughs uh, and valleys, as you say, in, in their life. They're just like, oh, great, I can go and coach somebody when they've got no experience. And you go, how can you coach me when you've never been through this, this and this or walked a mile in my shoes? So there's many people, the more genuine ones, the ones who've actually been through the mud, through the graft, through the, the caves, all the, the the hard stuff in life to come out through the top and how they can then coach people because they've been through it. And like you just said, the challenges, basically. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, I, I um, you know, when people say how bad did it get, it got to the point where I wanted to take my own life at the age of 28. And, you know, my, my, my marriage had just ended. Honestly, though, I'm very uh, open and honest about that. You know, it was due to my own uh, stupidity. But at the same time, I, I just felt like how could I have let myself and my ex, well, what we're still friends to this day, uh, shout out to her over there who lives in Arizona now with her new happy husband. Um, but, but you know, and, and look, I, I wish her and him all the best. I want, I've always wanted her to be happy. And, and, you know, I always say this, if, if, you know, they end up an ex, at least hopefully they end up still a friend. Cause if you start off as enemies and you never start off as enemies, but some, some exes, you end up as enemies. Isn't that weird? So let's say uh, going to what, as you're developing your sort of your 28, you're starting to now climb the peak again. What got you into what you're doing pretty much? What was your next stage from starting to climb the, the peak? Was it just getting another job or was it, what were you doing? Well, um, actually I was in, in lack of a better term, I was in home construction. I was getting people to right. want to uh, fix up their uh, air conditioning units and, and or get a brand new one, right? So I I was that person to help people out, you know. Hopefully, I, I I never ever sold somebody they didn't something they didn't need. Um, but you know, I I do realize sometimes it's hard for people that are in a a, a skill set of, you know, trying to get people to do the right thing, right? They they give you a call and they're like, well, I have to think about it. You're like, well, what do you have to think about? You need air conditioning, right? You know, it's, it's, I'm sitting in your, I was in one house, kid you not. I was in one house and it was 128 outside and it was a hundred and I, I felt like 180 inside. And the woman was like, I don't know if I want this new air conditioning. And I was like, you know what? Just, just, you know, do whatever you want, but I just want to get out of here. You know, she had none of the windows open. There was no ventilation. I was dying. 
And I think that was the moment I says, I don't know that I want to keep telling people that they need this stuff because I just, I don't know what to do. So I, I, all of a sudden it popped in my head. You know what? Remember drama? I love drama. I've always wanted to be like in voiceovers. Why don't I start with that? I made a quick call, made a couple calls. And then next thing you know, um, I think several years later, I got the opportunity to be on radio of all places. I started off online doing uh, YouTube videos on red carpet interviews. And I'd always team up with somebody that was doing something. And I says, hey, can I team up with you? And then I had a great uncle at the time that I had just met in the middle of my life. Back to bringing people in New York. Uh, space that suddenly will help you. And he said to me, and I kid you not, his name, big shout out to Jose Luis Sedano. He said to me, wherever you go, I'll go to with a video camera. And I was like, okay, that sounds like fun. And, you know, next thing I know, I now have my own show on ABC News Radio, KMT 1490 AM, and the rest is history. There we go. But you've also been connected with other stuff as well through this. I'm sorry, what? You've been connected with other program, not just KMET, but other yeah. stations or whatever. Platforms. Oh yeah, definitely. Throughout time, I mean, I, I've I've been on NBC News Radio, KCAA. I've been on uh, another TV affiliate. Uh, I don't really want to give a shout out there because he yeah. fired me without warning, and he, and he kicked yeah. me and my mom out of our house. So which we were paying. Well, it's his house, but we paid regularly rent. So, you know, technically it was illegal, but whatever. Uh, so I don't really want to give him any credit because I don't feel any credits due there. But big shout out to KVVB TV and Tim Harris, who's the owner of that station. That's good. Tim. Good, good. So going forward, uh, I mean, you've, what do you want to do? What, what's your aim? What's your, I mean, where, where are you at now? And doing through still through KMN Radio ABC, what, what, what's your plans going forward? even though there's not much happening at the moment for everybody, but for at least 2021, what's your sort of goals or aims? I, You know what? I uh, Here's my goal at the end of the day. Um, and big shout out to ABC News Radio, KMET, 1490 AM, who has never put their own feelings in the forefront. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes people say to me quite often, they say, um, you go pretty bold at Trump. Aren't you afraid of the repercussions? And what I mean by that is a lot of stations sometimes will be very pro-Republican or very pro-Democratic. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if a station happens to be very pro-Republican, obviously you're thinking, well, okay, then the news is going to be skewed in that way. Um, but I've always said I stay down the middle. And I think my goal at the end of the day is to at least give a more balanced view than what is currently being projected. And what I mean by that is, you know, some people say, oh, you're Democratic, as I could tell by the... No, I've often applauded President Trump when he does the right thing by the American people. But I've also applauded, uh, you know, those on both sides of the aisle. And I've put on blast persons on both sides of the aisle. I don't feel any one party has 100% of the right thing to do. Do you understand what I'm saying about that? completely understand yeah. i don't know if you if you had you know a father and mother and sometimes they would agree to disagree sometimes they'd agree but sometimes they would disagree and sometimes they'd figure out a compromise do you know what i'm saying yes so, well, over, so it's very similar over here we've got the kind of okay there is the main uk government but you have the main you have the devolved government so there's the scottish devolved government and there's the wales there's northern ireland but they do have laws powers they can do x but not why but uh, our 
like for example in Scotland we're run by the Scottish National Party and they are constantly pro-independence they want to have an independent Scotland away from the UK split up the union I'm against that and I don't think and it's before coronavirus it was independence 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 and it's just it was driving us nuts but now Covid's came in it was just, it's Covid 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 but the hidden agenda arose a few about a month ago that they still want to try and do an independence plan so it's the, the hidden mm. agenda there and but they're also wanting to they, they definitely talk about they hate how it's going what's happening in the UK down south in London where the UK government are based and it's just it's, I just want to, I want to, I, I want a, a UK to stay in the UK and not split up because you're free to do things you've got the benefits and at the moment all the SNP are about is let's say if they get independence they've nothing else to well that's it but they're ruining Scotland, and as personally, as it's like, it's like you love them or hate them, but I can't stand them as far as I can throw them personally. But that's my opinion. It's like yeah. people, you love Biden, you like Trump, you love them or hate them, doesn't matter. You, I personally, I would say, okay, I think Trump is maybe as a business side, I think he's done all right. He's, he's maybe done some things, but I don't know much about American politics, and maybe he's the business side, but. And he's wanting to try and bring the jobs and the money back to people, but not on his politics side. That's maybe his weak point. But maybe with the the, the, the Democrats, yes, they've got the political side the experience, but maybe on the business side, they're not that experienced. Hence the kind of the balancing of the scales. So I think, personally, I think Trump might get another four years. That's my opinion. I think he probably will. Usually, I don't. But some of these polls and all the ratings and what the mainstream media sort of I don't there. believe polls. I think polls can yeah. be skewed. I've done my yeah. own poll. I've done my own poll on Twitter, and I saw it suddenly skew, and I suddenly followed a bunch of uh, what I call Trumpanites. Uh, look, here's the reality. Um, I, I, I'm actually right there with you. I would love yeah. a third option other than Biden. And I, I love Kamala. I, I, I think Kamala should be technically forerunner instead of backrunner. What I mean by that is I think Biden needs to step aside. I think he needs to let Kamala do her thing. And I think she herself can take on President Trump. But Biden's just not the right guy for the job. I hate to say that. And, 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 but I'm. Yeah, yeah I, and I think the majority of people are being silent about that, but they just don't want Trump. And I feel that's not really the option. You need a better option, right? You need somebody that's willing to stand up for what's right, somebody that's willing to do the right thing. And the person that's willing to say, look, I may not know everything about everything, which, oh, by the way, President Trump doesn't know. I'm not going to take anything away from his business mindset. Look, he built an empire. Even if he did claim bankruptcy, a lot of companies claim bankruptcy at some point in order to save their employees, save their company, save the people in the end. But I would just say this, even running a a corporation like he has, he always had people that knew were usually smarter than him. He isn't the one to do the building, right? He hires the general contractors that are smart by hiring the or or getting the right people for the job, right? So what I feel there is a a mismanagement of is kind of like, hey, how would you run your own corporation? If you had the health department and you had coronavirus in one of your corporations, wouldn't you bring in the health team and let the health team figure out what to do for that? But here's what I'm seeing. 
He's contradicting all the science of it all, being like, no, 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 I know what's right. And then throwing out stupid quotes that people go, oh, I think that is the drug of choice. I need to go try that. And I go, does the guy have a financial, like, here's here's what I'm seeing, if anything. How many deals has this guy made? I mean, back to his taxes, right? His taxes show he almost didn't pay. I mean, people were looking at that, and all of a sudden, boom, he's got coronavirus. People are like, oh, this is a way to circumvent. He had a horrible debate, looked stupid by so many accounts. And in reality, people were like, is this just a way to kind of get him to stay home so that he did what well, I say? Well, look, he's trying. He want, it looks like he wants to debate now. He could do a safe debate from his house. Look at us. I'm doing it from my own place. You're doing it from your own place. It's not difficult, right? He no. can still debate. But but I can almost guarantee you this. All of a sudden, he's going to be <coughs> too sick to do a debate. Watch. But my point is this. <laughs> my point is this. Look. Whatever side of the aisle you're on, it's fun, it's exciting, it's funny. I get that for the first election, but here's what I take issue with. Right now we're dealing with people's lives. Not sure if you saw the latest number. I talked about it on the morning show. We have a million, well over a million worldwide deaths from coronavirus. Here in the United States of America, we have probably the most per, uh, well, 200,000. And that's above India. India has more people than we do. We only have, what, 384 million conservatively, give or take some, you know, those that kind of cross the border illegally. Okay, whatever. I don't care about that. My point is this. Even Mexico's numbers are below us. Canada's numbers are well below us here in the United States of America. What are we doing right? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think we're doing anything right. Back to President Trump. I'm sorry. I'll give him the money part of money. But I'm not going to give him full trust in, hey, let's make sure to do the right thing by our healthcare system. You know, he's trying to revamp the healthcare system, but the guy doesn't even believe in it because he has healthcare workers telling him what to do. Be safe and sorry. Our own government is not taking the necessary steps it is to help keep our doctors, our nurses, and we have a limited supply. I don't know about you in Scotland, how many doctors or nurses you have, but we have many and yet some of them are falling dead to coronavirus because it's still alive and well. So my point is this. Instead of like doing what he did and suddenly put his own secret service in harm's way by being in the same vehicle with them and <coughs> right? Come on. Like it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say, "Hey, stupid. Let's get to do the right thing." And you know what? If I get fired for that, then oh well, it is what it is. Yeah, to be honest with you, is, you know, I think is I think you're Free speech, uh, there's a lot too many people trying to flatten free speech. I think you should just say your opinion. I mean, for example, over here in Scotland, the, the Justice Secretary for Scotland, Hamza Youssef, the name says it all, uh, is trying to bring in a hate crime law for just offending people. So if you're offended, if, if I hurt your feelings, uh, I might get put in jail for seven years just by offending you. It's kind of that, that pathetic. It really is. Oh, did I? Oh, sorry, did I, did I offend you? Oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 at what at what point? Look, look. OK, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. OK, <laughs> I get I get, you mentioned bullying before. OK, I, I'm going I'm to take it next step. OK, bullying in the um, schoolyard. Not a good thing. Our kids are already pressed up, their backs up against the wall. I look, I was bullied as a young youth. OK, mm-hmm. um, but not to the bully of of today right today's youth are bullied now on social media they're bullied in their own home meaning again 
some domestic abuse, some, some fathers doing the wrong thing. There's molestation cases that people are barely coming out about. There's, <laughs> excuse me, human trafficking. There's child abduction. There's so much wrong with our society and the people and the teens and the youth of today that we need to do the right thing by them. And what I mean by that is, look, I get it. There's always going to be bullies. There's no way to get rid of bullies, right? Except there is. It's called uh, usually the people in the right keep quiet about it so that they never bring awareness to who the bully is in the room. And I'm sick and tired of it. I'm tired of people get allowing themselves to get bullied by the bullies in the room. And I say, look, team up. Don't fight. Don't fight. Don't, don't cause harm. I once sprayed Mason at bullies' eyes, and I got suspended for it. Thank God I didn't get expelled for it, by the way. Uh, and I was in fourth grade. But my point is this. You can combat with words, not fists. You can combat with words. And I say to all those that love President Trump, then let's talk about it on the show. Let's, you know, I at one time had, back to the TV station owner, I had one time told him, come on to the show, let your voices be heard, because I know you, he always wanted to tell me what to do on the show. I said, no, I'm sorry, it's my show, not your show. And and long story short, he came on to the show. At the end of the conversation, I said, so we agree to disagree? He said, yes, okay, we walk away as friends? Yes, okay, well, then there you go. And then what? Eight weeks later, all of a sudden, I'm completely removed because, as he put it, I'm not happy with the way this show has gone because, oh, that's right. I call President Trump a dumb bunny. No, I don't even call them that. <laughs> I, that's that's being kind, right? But 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 look, no truth to the rumor. He loves Trump. He's going to vote for Trump. I get it. But, hey, let's not throw caution to the wind. This is the same guy who has heart conditions, has heart problems. I've been with him at the ER when he almost like had a, a major heart attack. I've, I've been there when he himself wanted to end his life. I've been there for this guy. And then when push comes to shove and Trump comes up as an issue, he felt it necessary to just throw me by the wayside. And my mother, who he said he, you know, really liked, out cold without even hearing the full story. That to me is somebody who's unreasonable, unkind, and unfortunately, much like Trump, doesn't care about those around them. I'm sorry, but there it is. Well, let's, 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 let's go off, let's say off the politics side, just in case we switch off people who don't like talking about politics. Uh, <laughs> but you did mention, uh, let's go, I did ask you a question we were gonna, before we went live, uh, that you did mention, well, I was gonna ask you, do you have a faith? Because you did mention that you did went to do study the Bible. So what mm-hmm. faith did you portray well, I- have, uh, curiosity? Yeah, well, uh, for those that don't know, I was actually, um, you know, raised a Jehovah's Witness way back in the day, okay? And and, and I got uh, to learn very quickly what it's like to get the, the door slammed in your face. If you're anywhere around the world, you probably have been and or spoken to one of Jehovah's Witnesses, and you obviously know uh, one of two things. One, they're very persistent, or two, you try to hide from them because you don't want to engage in a conversation. I don't know which you are. Fraser, <laughs> well, I was gonna. I, I didn't realize, but I, I think you were doing a live and you're talking about it. And I, I did actually. There's a joke. How do you confuse a Jehovah's Witness? You turn up at their door rather than they. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I welcome. I, I, Look, <laughs> you know what though? You, you know what though? Here's here's what I tell people off the side and usually off the camera. I don't really talk about. Uh, about that faith because, you know, and in most recent months, I've, I've, I've revisited it because, you know, there's some harm being done uh, to Christians all around the world, by the way, of any 
religion, to which I say, you know, many are being banned right now. I don't know if you saw the news in China, China, certain mosques back to, you know, the Islam faith, uh, you know, there are, and Buddhists, you know, Buddhists are being, their, their temples of worship have been literally obliterated and told, hey, um, I know what's right for you. Uh, back to, uh, you know, I call him Dictator Xi, right? X-I, Xi. Uh, he is unfortunately doing what some rulers of the world are doing by bringing religion, whatever the religion is, and saying, look, I am the person you should turn to, not another faith. To which I say, um, hold up there. If you're Christian, number one, you know about the battle of Goliath and David, right? Yes. David and Goliath, two peas in a pod. You can see them breaking beer and and laughing about it, right? Never. Never. You had Goliath doing a lot of bad, calling out the God of the armies of the Israelites and saying, in essence, you're stupid people. Send me your best warrior. I'll pummel him. You know, the guy was, what, nine feet tall? Uh, had a huge shield, huge spear. Had a guy actually hold his spear for him. Pompous, ego-driven Goliath. And then you had David, humble little David. David, who was not older than probably 15, come there and swat him down like a fly with what was probably the size of a fly, a pebble or a rock or a little, right? I, you come to me with a javelin and a sword. I come to you in the name of God. And the, whoosh, right, probably before he ended the conversation there. Boom, done. Philistine, gone, right? David, kaput. David, what did I say David? No, uh, Goliath, kaput. David ended up becoming, you know, the next big king eventually. But he had to run for his life. Look, here's what I know. I, I I no longer, and I've said this quite publicly, I no longer say, hey, I believe in just this. Here's what I do believe, okay? Mm-hmm. I do believe that if you believe in a higher power than yourself, you're ahead of the game. And if that higher power than yourself teaches you to be more loving, more caring, more uh, thinking of your own fellow man or fellow woman then go do that. Okay. I'm not in the business of, of, of communicating with people how I feel they should believe as long as it's not throwing caution to the wind, being harmful to their fellow man. Look, I say do more good than bad. You know, I, I've done a lot of bad in my life. Who am I to say, oh, I'm a good Christian. I, I'm the last one to say that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a, a very um, working on myself faith-based person, if that describes a little bit more about my all-encompassing views that are, I feel, right for me, but may not be right for someone else. Does that make sense? Got you. That makes sense. Makes sense. But just take a read, uh, shout out to, also, obviously we're on Doubleman Radio, uh, shout out to WGMS, which is uh, one of the Doubleman Radio partners, Jamie Bowles, who runs WGMS Radio. It's been running for five years. You can check out that as well. That's WGMSradio.com. Also, DoublemanRadio.com. We're also on the Streamer app. And we're also via your Amazon dot. I'm not going to say the word because if I'm recording, it will go off. So, um, yes, <laughs> so in the background. So, um, but yes, you can uh, listen on these devices as well. And it's great to have people who do tune in. And we thank you for your support. We've also, just, as I say, we've just signed up a sponsor. Uh, Gent Menswear. It's a global brand. Uh, the guy who runs it is a Ewan Gunderson who's in Edinburgh 
and it's a men and women's clothing range. Uh, and we're going to be doing some giveaways uh, over the next few weeks going forward, uh, especially a major Christmas giveaway, which you can gain a voucher uh, from the base of $150 and £100 uh, if you're in the UK. So you'll be able to uh, uh, win that from from us. So uh, thank you to our sponsor. So this went back to Anna and... Um, it's it's been great just chatting to you and having a bit of an insight. It's it's been fun. Uh, it's what where can people connect with you if they want to connect with you? Uh, yeah, well, I'm on all social media platforms. Uh, Aaron M. Sanchez is pretty much the official monogram of the majority of places that you could find me. Uh, I like to stream on all platforms. As I recommend always to each and every, you know, um, broadcaster out there because, you know, people are everywhere. You got to be where the people are, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I also want to shout out to just for you to your obviously ABC uh, 490, 1490 AM KMET, if I get that right. Uh, so I just want to thank, thank you for having your uh, your your host of uh, your show on Own Mind. Thank you very much. Um, so we're, if you were to close out on it, oh, before I do this, shout out to the man who helps pushes the buttons behind the scenes on your show. Jesse Sanchez, thank you, Jesse, for the chat and the connection, and to your uh, your produ- your publicist. Yeah, you, she emailed me. Thank you to that as well. Yeah, for, good old Holly. Love Holly, Holly. Yes, thank you, thank you to her. And uh, as I say, if we can do more stuff in the future together in any way, we can help Aaron and support what you do. Love to be able to help, as I say, and just to encourage what you do in a day. It's good that you are open. We like to. I like, uh, hence my show is Ramjan Leash going beyond borders because I like to be able to keep it open as best we can because it keeps it real, keeps it raw and the truth is if opinion is good and if people don't like it well I say put your hand on your knob and twiddle it and change the channel that's what I say But you, and you know what I, I like to address that I, I forgot to address that something you said okay. earlier I hope you don't mind no no let's go for it uh, you know about about having an opinion yes okay. I, I you have no idea how many ones I don't agree with, but I like to hear their opinion because I like to hear what's in their mindset. And sometimes I always say this, if your opinion differs from mine, let's have a healthy discussion on it. You know, back to my Bible days, I always knew that a debate wasn't what you wanted, but it was often what you got. At the end of the day, it was always like, are we going to at least come to an understanding at the very end of, if I walk away from this discussion, do you know that I really care about you in order for me to come to you just to try to help you out in your life, right? So I've learned about a lot of other faiths, a lot of other religions as well, not all encompassing, meaning, the, you know, full study of, you know, Buddhist uh, 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 teaching and or Islam. But, you know, I have, I have a good foundation to know that there's a lot of things that connect all together. Again, back to love, right? Each and every one of them says love is a unifying theme, right? At, at, the, at the heart of it. Uh, back to those that practice Islam, there are those little teeny tiny sects and or uh, cults that are out there that end up throwing caution to the wind and, and cr- creating harm for others, also known as terrorists, right, or terrorism. Uh, but even they have their own viewpoint, right? But my point is this. If you spread more love than hate, I'm all for you. If you spread the opposite, I'm not. But it's important to learn from one another's opinions. Don't squash other people's opinions. I mean – Agree, disagree. There's aliens. All right. You don't like what I have to say about aliens. That's fine. But that doesn't mean they don't exist. I'm just kidding. I don't know if they exist. I mean, I've never been abducted by one. I'm, I'm waiting. Have you got posters on your wall with Area 51 on it, by any chance? I, 
I'm just saying. I'm waiting for the abduction. I'm, I, but I think they're a little afraid of coronavirus. I'm just saying. I think the abduction has, has diminished. So, okay, so apart from uh, what do you do when you're not – well, what do you do for fun? What do you do when you're not working? Or what, what's your – I'm guessing you probably have a lot of – have to do a lot of production for the show every time you go live. But what do you do out with work? What kind of like, movies or whatever? What kind of things do you do? Oh, wow. Uh, well, movie theaters are gone, if you didn't yeah. already know, uh, which is sad. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about movie theaters being gone. It's a weird world we live in. Um, exactly. Yeah, I, you know, but I'm just like the next person. I love Netflix. I love the bio. I've been really turned on some of the biographies, which have really gotten me up to speed really quick. There's a couple biographies I, I, I can't think of right now. But, you know, I've been taking martial arts up. Uh, as of late and and you know practicing that and i love it very good mind body uh, spirit engagement there and you know says look don't don't take it lying down you know uh martial arts you know there's there's a supple, a couple really good ones i recommend wing chun is definitely among the top because uh, both women and men can learn it and you don't have to be physically in shape to know it uh you just have to you know know the move so i say be like wing, those in wing chun if you haven't seen itman on Netflix, go check it out. Fantastic film. Um, start with that. He helped. He was pivotal in Bruce Lee's career, by the way. Uh, Bruce Lee studied, as as many don't know, from different masters as well, and different uh, 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 different particular um, uh, disciplines. But at the same time, you know, just like he, you know, don't get shot by a bullet. Okay, so you know, agree or disagree. I'm also taking firearms training as well, and uh, so there you go. So you know. Um, I used to be a very much a homebody uh, until as of late. And I said, you know what? I got to get more active because you never know what's around the corner, quite literally. Yes, exactly. That's good. That was brilliant. Well, let's try to give a final word to anybody and uh, just uh, before we close. Uh, you know what? I just want to say thank you to Double Mint Radio for having me on and uh, especially uh, you, Fraser, for even – you know, asking to have us on, you know, uh, back to the shout out to Jesse Sanchez. Maybe you could have him on, on a completely different episode. He's got a fun story too, by the way, but there's no relation there. We were, we were the Sanchez Sanchez. Just, I have another co-host, which you're going to be seeing uh, shortly uh, on a, on a, uh, a big film festival event that we're doing, which is international. You're more than welcome. The entire double mint radio is welcome as well. Uh, that's going to be an international film festival f- uh, by women for all. So that's okay. a shout out to La Femme film festival, but one of our co-hosts, Ariana Sanchez, I can imagine getting Ariana, me and Jesse on the same show. It's the Sanchez show, but it's not because we're not related. It's weird, right? Yeah, as, as I say, I think you're talking about uh, about good to be cop duo Sanchez and Sanchez, you know, uh, for maybe I never know. Hey, <laughs> maybe we could have you and Gordon Ramsay on the show, and you could be the <laughs> Ramsay. You know, get come on, this is why not? Yeah, well, he lives in your. You don't live in your area. He lives in California, doesn't he? I, you know what? That guy gets around. I don't know. I, he he cooks. I, I just want to eat his food. I've never been to his restaurant. Yeah, he does. I do watch his shows. I like his twenty-four hours to Helen back. One, the one he goes into a restaurant and has to turn it over within twenty-four hours, and you really see the state of these restaurants. It's kind of how the heck do they get in that state? You do wonder, uh, and you look at them and you go, "Good grief!" You know, I I would like him to run America. I I'd vote for that. What? <laughs> well, <It's- laughs> Yeah, he knows sure. how to turn around businesses. I would rather have a person who can turn a failing business into a better business rather than say, hey, I claimed bankruptcy several times and I don't know how to fix an existing business to make it really profitable. I would hands down pay 
to see Chef Gordon Ramsay take. You know what? Let's do that reality show. Let's sign up that. What do you think? Not a good idea. Might be a good one. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Any day. He's I mean he's Scottish, but you could uh, maybe find some American somewhere down the line. Maybe you could put uh, uh, him in. It should be okay. You know what? I think the majority of people would just love to see him cuss out President Trump on a debate. I would. I, I mean, I have to be think, FCC regulator. Have you, have you ever found? Okay, have you ever found? Have you ever found by watching his shows, you've gone into a restaurant and you kind of analyze the food more than you would normally do before? Um, I, you know what? I, I will say, ever since that show, and I watched it again uh, a couple of times recently, and, and I think of not so much the food, but I think of management. In age, each and every one of those cases, it rarely is – I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes the cooks are like, what are you – right? Like Ramsey always like, why would – have you eaten this yourself? Like what's wrong with you? What's in your head? And they're like, no, I wouldn't eat that. They're like, then why would you serve this, Right. So I almost I but but I feel like in the majority of those productions, it was always mismanagement of 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 what people either had a, an idea of what they wanted it to be instead of keeping it simple. I, I think Chef Ramsey really is is like, get over yourself. At the end of the day, you have a business to run. Do the right thing. Do it right for your employees and keep them happy. Keep people happy. Keep your your if you're in a service industry. Wake up, be a human being. And that's what I love about Chef Ramsey. I don't care if he cusses at you and or yells at you. He gets you to do the right thing, one way or the other. I find that when I go into restaurants, I find that if you don't get – sometimes the food is either cold or it's been sitting out waiting to be served and and it gets cold. And I thought, nah, I I like my food piping. You're paying for food hot. You expect it to be hot. So – and if you're not going to get, if it's not going to be hot, I say, excuse me, this is not, not hot. But and people don't like that if I complain. But I mean, if you're going to, if end of the day, if you're paying money, you should be getting what you pay for. And if you're not going to provide that, well, you have every right to say, excuse me, this is uh, dreadful. So what is this? But um, anyway, by the by, let's move on. But anyway, as I was saying, let's, let's, before we go, you've probably got other things to do. Uh, you've got a busy day ahead, as it is still your afternoon and it's my evening. Um, so end of day let's uh, I want to say thank you again and to love to have you on again going down the line love to have Jesse love to have anybody else who's connected with you and talk about be great to sort of uh, kind of get different stories and uh, support you in the best we can and uh, I want to say thank you for taking the time to come on the show I appreciate it and I appreciate you and I appreciate all your listeners thank you very much for spending time it's been fun and uh, so to everyone who's been listening thank you to Aaron and to everyone uh, who works with Aaron, thank you for setting this all up and uh, getting things moving. And uh, we look forward to catching you next time uh, on the Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders uh, on W on Dublin Radio. And check out WGMS Radio as well. And uh, it'll be great to speak to you all soon. So, And I'll catch you all later. Okay. Bye for now. <laughs>